Notion Wave podcast episode 9 and in this episode we are pondering the question is Indian education system dated? One is supposed to tie the knot with a partner after attaining 21 years of age, also drink after 21 and drive after 18. All of these are examples of such life choices which can have a long-lasting impact on life itself. Naturally, we need to have some basic understanding of our reality before we can indulge ourselves in a choice that can either make our lives heaven on earth or throw them down in the valley of hell. That much we understand. As John Wick would say, on that we agree. But. I often wonder who was the fool who decided that attaining 16 years of age was enough to make a decision regarding something which lays down the foundation for your entire future. 16 years of age is when you can apply to have a learner's driving license for a scooter that comes with a 50cc engine or below. Ironically, that is exactly the age at which this nation's youth is supposed to select one particular field out of the holy trinity of science, commerce and humanities and walk down that path for the rest of their lives. A decision that is supposed to be so crucial that it can make or break your life. No wonder most of the millennials worry about the road not being taken. Till the time they turn 18 and have a chance to think about their choices once again, they are thrown in the world to compete in the great Asian race to college, which blinds most of them to the fact that the path that is paved in front of them will never run out of races that are triggered to set them up for disappointment. Why so bleak? Well, for starters, I am a product of this failing and outdated system as well, and I am tired of running in these damn races. So. I'm breaking the shackles and calling out on the system that is in a dire need of an upgrade. The new education policy of 2020 puts forth an exciting change in the current education system of India, but that all depends not only on its quick implementation, but also on its effective implementation as well. Such progressive changes which seek to put an end to a long war between the students of science and commerce are not thought of for the very first time. The NEP of 1968 and 1986 also had proposed such changes, but their implementation failed harder than Adolf did in World War II. Think about it. How many times have you changed your phone? How many times in a day does your phone prompt you for an update? A new flagship piece of tech is released every year that outdoes its predecessor. How drastically have the operating systems of today have changed from the past two decades? How many times have you heard the saying, change is the only constant in this dynamic world? Now that you have given all of this a thought, just ponder the question. Why hasn't the classroom education system witnessed a change till now? If the world is truly dynamic and its components change rapidly, why shouldn't the methods of imparting education change too? Why shouldn't the rules and regulations which govern such methods altered with the passage of time? Why the shortcomings and failures of such methods are often overlooked? The truth is, we are assumed to take part in the above-mentioned race and most of us are ill-equipped to come out successful. Some of us who are indeed equipped enough to reach the peak of success through this musty system of ours are seldom found to be fully satisfied with their achievements. That is exactly why career switch is such a common scenario in today's world. It has its own list of merits and demerits. But from my point of view, and I'm sure from everybody else's point of view as well, a career switch at an early stage is much appreciated than at a later stage in one's life. Why shouldn't we be given the choice to undo our 2-3 years of hard work in order to save the rest of 35-40 to years of our life from frustration, boredom and dissatisfaction? And like any other decision one makes, this decision should also be well thought out and a rational one. I'm not suggesting you to go ahead and quit your job entirely, although I'm well aware how difficult it is to resist the temptation. I'm suggesting you to analyze your present situation and ask yourself the question, can I carry on with this for the rest of my life? If the answer to above question is yes, then kudos to you. And if not, you need to do some serious thinking. 
Blaming the system for your worries is easy and also logical when you are a direct product of that system. But remaining a part of that system even after being aware of its shortcomings is on you. Either fix it or get out. Be the Neo to your matrix. Just a side note, why do we always think about startups when we need to associate something with risky life choices? I mean, I get that there is always a risk associated with setting up something of your own as opposed to working for someone else to achieve that false sense of security. But why preparing for a government job is not considered to be a gamble? The sheer amount of coaching centers that prepare individuals for government jobs are enough to showcase just how much traffic there is on this path. Still, you put in efforts, give your best and try to win against the tide again and again knowing that the odds are stacked against you. If this is not a gamble, then going ahead with your idea and working towards its accomplishment is not a gamble either. Maybe the life itself is a gamble in the casino of the cosmos. And maybe we need to understand that. Till that day, keep reading a blog and stay tuned with Notion Wave Podcast. Notion Wave is on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple iTunes and of course, YouTube.